Good morning. Good morning. Today's DT text. These are Jesus' Jesus's last words before he ascends to heaven. It's really great commission that, and it's a life-changing command for the disciples who are listening to this. As Jesus is about to leave the disciples, he's giving them this very daunting task to go to all the nations and to the ends of the earth. I was thinking about how becoming Christian really make uh, make somebody a global person. No Christian can remain just a little old me serving in one corner of the church. But Jesus commands us to embrace the whole world, and this is a pretty significant paradigm shift. Verse 20 says, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. This observe in the sense of observe the speed limit. Other translation it has it obey. It's not just teaching people the gospel, course 101, course 201, Christian formation. It's not merely seeing people make a profession of faith. It's not just baptizing them, but it's teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. It's not selective, right? Uh, not just things that are easy for us to obey, aspects of following Jesus that comes naturally to us. If let's say my personality is already nice and pleasant, being kind will be easier to me. But I'm also commanded to speak the truth in love and have righteous indignation, like Jesus demonstrated when he overturned the money changers. If I'm an introvert and love to read my, by myself, It'll be easy for me to hold up in a uh, in my reading chair and be moved by heartwarming devotional books every day. But Jesus commands me to share the gospel, do the scary thing of talking, go to the dining hall, go up to a stranger, even talking with him or her about uncomfortable topics like God, Jesus, and Bible. It's teaching them to obey all that Jesus has commanded. This is our daunting mission. I was thinking then, what components are required to fulfill this teaching them to obey? It requires someone who is in a position to challenge them if they are not obeying. It requires speaking the uncomfortable truth that might lead to some someone rec- not receiving it well. It requires examples of those who are obeying so that they would have an example to follow. And as I consider these requirements, I don't know I alone has what it takes to carry out all of these. I think that is why God gave me this community. Uh, the body of Christ. All of it is greatly facilitated by being in a closed community. In other words, it takes a church to make disciples a body of Christ that embodies the mission together to fulfill Jesus' great commission. So I was thinking about that question from today's DT, what gives Christians the confidence to attempt that mission? I think these verses tell us that number one, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. And then Jesus also says, I am with you always to the ends of the age. Also, it says that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. So here Jesus talks about all authority in heaven and on earth that has been given to him. And I was thinking about how when Jesus first came on the scene and started teaching, the issue of his authority was a big question. How people could tell that he was different than other teachers, teaching with authority, and he was casting out demons. And however, he was questioned many times uh, by the religious leaders about his authority to do these things. And then Jesus, when he's asked about these things, Jesus answered them and he said that his authority was not from himself, but was from the Father above. In John chapter 12, 49, it says, For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. And then also he talks about the kind of authority 
that he has. He said uh, he had authority to forgive sins in Matthew chapter 9. He said he had authority to execute judgment in John chapter 5. Also, he had authority to give eternal life in John chapter 17. So here, before his ascension into heaven, he is saying to his disciples, now I have all authority. This authority has been given to me. And then it says, I am with you. And um, I think this is pretty amazing. So I think about the Great Commission and how we are to go to the ends of the earth and make disciples of all nations. And I think this is a pretty impossible and a daunting task. I realize that it doesn't even register in my brain what that would mean, like to go to all the nations. And I, I was thinking about how I have a hard time just managing my life and my ministry here in Berkeley. And even just thinking about church planting 2021 has been a pretty difficult uh, exercise. There are so many names to consider, so many facts to remember about each person, what they're like, what their relational history is, what environment would they thrive in. I mean, the list of things to consider goes on and on, and it's been pretty difficult. And what Jesus is asking his disciples to do is pretty ridiculous, given who they are, and what was about to happen, which was that Jesus was going to leave them. But he says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. I am going to be with you and you're going to receive power. So I think anytime I face a daunting task, I look to myself and look to my bag of tricks and see if I can deliver. But Jesus is saying, I have authority. I will be with you. You will receive power. It's not up to my power, my energy, my abilities. It's really all about Jesus and what he has authority to do, where he will be, and how he is going to strengthen me and help help me to fulfill the commission that he has given me to do. Yeah, and one more thing to add, just uh, personally, I was also thinking about how God is calling us to go to the ends of the earth. It helped me realize that it's not about where I want to be, where I think I should be, the people I want to minister to, or the ministry I believe I deserve or demand to have. It's about where God places me. There have been times in the past when I felt how it seems God places me in areas with people I don't want to be. I had to repent for my attitude of entitlement, that is, from my self-centered, self-focused heart. It helped me to go back to the gospel. Who am I? What does my life deserve? How I lived my life before I met Christ and where my life was headed if I was in control. All the different, it didn't have to be this way in my life as I thought about how I am here and the life I'm enjoying now. It brings me again to clarity and feeling humbled and grateful and to once again recommit my life to be faithful to his calling rather than to be faithful to the calling I believe I deserve. Okay, that's all we have today. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye.